And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course. And it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. Hey listeners, the new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX-11, is here. RX-11 is everything you need to fix, enhance, and polish your audio for music and content creation. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using the code FRET10 at isotope.com. That's F-R-E-T-1-0 at I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hi, Brett. Hello. What are you doing? Uh, well, I'm getting ready to go uh, do some work on some things, some odd jobs that I got to do. Okay. Uh, several different nearly impossible situations. Yeah. Um, but, you know. <laughs> And if I get them done, I get paid money for it, so I can pay for food. Yeah, that make, that all makes perfect sense to me. The impossible <laughs> part is is kind of the part that makes me nervous. But um, yeah, that's that's not, that's where people that's that's when people uh, will pay you money to do things. Is that's right. That kind of yeah. what a business model you got there. <laughs> Brett Netson's yeah. the impossible. Well, Just ask. Situations. Yeah. Uh, where where are you? Are you in Boise? Yes, Boise. Yep. 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 What's what's the haps in Boise? I haven't been in a. I think it's been a couple years for me. I haven't jumped in that river or gone over to yeah. your house or. When do you think was the last time you were here? I think it was two years ago. Such a boring answer, but the uh-huh. pandemic messed up my memory of it. But I think I've been oh, yeah. since. Well, since well, yeah. I I always do the thing where. Well, I'm not doing it so much, but for a long time I was uh, 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 like, oh, yeah, you know, a couple of years ago. And then you have to add three years. Right. Plus pandemic where everything yeah. can hold. So I don't think it was five years. I think I've been there. You know, I think it's been it was summertime. Well, I saw some naked people at the river. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, Boise is pretty much the same. It's just uh, like most places sort of becoming a California tech bro colony. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. uh, like most uh, larger cities are, but somehow we get we get the some of the large city developments, um, especially pandemic era. People had romantic notions about 
you know, living the lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's still, it's okay. It's okay. Still uh, a lot of people are having a hard time affording living here because, uh, everything's doubled yeah. and the wages have stayed the same. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> doesn't it? What a system. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I mean, maybe they've gone up a tiny bit, you know, yeah. uh, the great resignation. Do you know about this? No, I want to know what this is all about. Well, you know, remember when everybody was a uh, uh, pandemic Oh, yes, stuff? I know. Yes, yes. Yeah, people got federal funds. It's like, hey, wow, this is crazy when I can uh, pay for everything I need to do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, hey, you know what? I quit. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah. then, you know, people got surly. So uh, this is just my, my impression. Yeah. So, you know. The market forces probably had some kind of a meeting <laughs> yeah. said, let's just raise the price of everything. If those people are going to get uppity. Yeah. So anyways, that's happening everywhere and it's happening here particularly anyways. Uh, but it's still, still okay. You know? Yeah. You know, I, 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 for, I like talking about the great resignation actually, because yeah, yeah. I, I don't care what this makes me look like. I don't care. I okay. don't understand the great resignation. And I've thought about it enough to be like, maybe you're barely making ends meet or, or you've got half a million dollars in the bank. Uh-huh. I still don't understand how the fuck you'd just be like, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm done working. Well, you just decide you're going to do something else. Cause I, with the, with all of that business, I was in the restaurant business. I wasn't working as a restaurant 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 <laughs> person i was doing building and maintenance and construction and all this right. kind of stuff and uh i got that job because i figured it would be the most stable thing i could possibly do sure because <laughs> like it's a mostly a bar and a restaurant and it's like yeah bars are recession proof i'll do this sure and then it turns out like nope <laughs> Nope, that ended up being the most dangerous place you could be. And not only that, but you became an essential worker. Look at you. You're an essential worker. Bless you. But the company I was working for couldn't afford to pay me any more money for working in a dangerous situation. You know, all that stuff. I just like, I, I was like, wow, I'm done with the restaurant business forever. Never right. Again. And that's it. That's what it comes down to. I knew a lot of people that were cooks. You know, people in restaurant business in particular, it's a hard, crazy, horrible business to be in. And people just do it because they just, that's, they just got maybe lazy and just didn't try to do something else. Yeah. So I think people got a little motivated to do something else to maybe like, maybe take a chance. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Trying not to go on a tangent, but I'm, I'm titillated. Yeah. So I'm going to go yeah. on a tangent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know you pretty well. We've been in uh, maybe just, I guess, just one band together and friends for a long time, probably close to 20 years. But oh God! now that we're on this subject, I would like to ask you, would you ever find yourself before you die not wanting to work? Like you're just sit, sit around and be like, I'm retired. No, no, okay. not at all. Okay. And that's kind of, well, that's part of what I was getting at is that I can only speak for me personally. Cause I'm like, I'm going back. I, cause there were times, most of the time in my life I was, 
uh, self-employed, hustling up odd jobs yeah. and just getting by doing stuff. Just do stuff. That's all I want to do is do stuff yeah. and uh, uh, get paid if possible, you know? Yeah. And uh, as close to doing stuff that I totally am interested in, love doing, you know, as possible and get paid for that. Yeah. That's just it. That's just, yeah. and I realize I just, that's, so that's what the whole situation that, that I was just, right. I, I, I needlessly went through that whole thing about, <laughs> about the pandemic and the great re- resignation. Uh, not necessary, but anyways, that's how I yeah. could wrap it up. Just saying that. Uh, yeah. Dead end jobs, you know, dead end jobs, making money for someone else, basically. Sure. Anyway, so I'm back to like just hustling, you know, doing whatever the fuck I can to to do it and it's it's cool it's it's so it's not depressing because i tried to uh uh i kind of quit gave up on music professional being a professional musician mm-hmm. uh it was kind of got dis disillusioned yeah um and just like not interested anymore and so i was like i was like really i was gonna i'm gonna get a regular mr rogers kind of job and I did. I'm a maintenance guy at a restaurant, and it's, it's really cute for a long time. <laughs> and but then, and then uh, you know, and then you realize like, oh, this is a dead end. They're yeah. they're just not going to pay me anymore, and I'm not gonna. Nothing's gonna happen. So I was like, fuck this. Um. All right. Well, I've got a surprise question here for you. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Are you let's sitting change down? The subject. Yes. Are you you're sitting down, right? All right. I'm lounging. Get ready. Yes. Yes. We, as I said a, f- a few minutes ago, we've been in a van together. We know each other pretty well, and we've been we've been in a van together. We've been in a van together, and even more so than a band, we've been in a van for a yes. month or two or something. Yeah. And I, I speculate, I, or I, I think the reason uh, that I haven't asked you these two questions is because when you're in a band or a van together, you're just you're just dealing with what's in front of you. You're living in the moment, right? <laughs> yeah, Where, yeah. Like yeah. either it's the freeway in front of you or the audience in front of you or the f- next meal. And uh, so I don't know. Where did you grow up? Oh, here. Oh, really? Here, Boise, Idaho. I've been all my entire life, yeah. You have. Except I did seven years in Los Angeles and about three years in Seattle. Right. But other than that, yeah. Boise, I've, uh, okay. you know, less than a mile, the hospital I was born. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Downtown. And it was great. I, uh, and yeah. being older, I, I look back and I appreciate it. And I think fantastic. Boy, boy, that was, that was a wild fun time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I just had no idea. I really was like, I might, it might be Boise, but I don't know. It could be fucking Rochester, New York. <laughs> I, yeah. I think I would have known that, but, um, yeah. Okay, so here's the other question. What was your sort of musical education or interest in either playing guitar or just or just music as a as a youngster? Mm. And and that, that doesn't mean at ed, when I say education that that includes going to shows at 14 years old or you know, taking guitar lessons. Uh to me I don't you know I don't remember it happening ever. It was just always always a big deal. Mm-hmm. Always a real big deal. Like the best. God, I mean, it might have been Neil Diamond. You know, my parents listen to Neil Diamond records. Have you ever have you ever heard uh uh what's the big live record? The well there's live at the Greek. Yeah, yeah I know uh, what you're talking about. With, my parents had the same one. So that um, big, that probably bazillion 
record selling live Neil Diamond record that we all probably listened to as kids. Yeah, and it's a huge deal, and it's like, holy fuck, what's going on there? And and we had a a stereo. It was it was it was a mono. I think we had a mono. It was a tube, an old tube console with a record player. And I remember basically I had uh, CCR, Neil Diamond, and Kiss, and the Bee Gees, and Queen, News to the World. And you cranked those records, and it, it, it was, you know, it's kind of compressed and fucking sound like it was going to blow up. It was the most amazing thing. Beautiful. It was. Even the Bee Gees sounds, you know, and I had older sister. I had, I was the youngest of six kids. Oh. So, so, so. I think that's the reason I was just exposed to it. And it was just always, always a thing, you know, cause all kids are into music for some reason. You're right. I, I'm not sure why that is, but I was, you know, particularly into it. Like it was the only thing kind of, you know, worth living for really besides, you know, motorcycles and BMX bikes and right fishing and things like that, that you do around here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, I mean, sure. it's funny that those those records specifically that you mentioned that, or that I got from my brother or my parents was that Neil Diamond record, two Credence records, yeah. and a Bee Gees record. My brother also uh, had a Devo record that was like, wow. what? I just stared at that record. Yeah, like, yeah. What in the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Chicago. Chicago is another one. Oh, wow. Well, uh -huh. Chicago gets kind of dirty sometimes and raunchy, and I always loved that. Yeah, like riffage. the early the Transit Authority or like the later I don't remember just pop stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But see, there's and then and then just you know coinciding with that, but sort of later was my sister. I'd go spend summers with her. She lived. She got pregnant when she was fourteen, mm. and lived in a trailer with her <laughs> her husband. They got married, and they had tons of records, and they had the 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 Radio Shack Hi Fi Build It Yourself system. And then, then we had Alice Cooper, Billion Dollar Babies. Yeah. And we had Harry Nilsson, uh, Son of Schmilson, and we had uh, Wings. So it was just, it was just all about that. Okay. You know. So basically, there was all that. And when I, all my older sisters had guitars, because it was the '70s and it was cool to do that, to be a folky. And my own sister would play uh, uh, "House of the Rising Sun" over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And so I inherited their guitars when they lost interest, which happened one by one, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I just took it. I fucking straight up stole that shit. And eventually when they didn't care anymore, they just said, whatever, keep it. So yeah. I was about nine. So I started playing music when I was about nine. Like uh, I remember there was one guitar with one string on it and like bang, 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 bang. What did you do on that with that one string? I think I would, I was in my mind I was making writing a masterpiece, playing Holly Holy live like <laughs> Neil Diamond did, or so uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or uh, uh, Kiss solos. It's pretty fun. It's kind of the funnest funnest time ever, really. You know, <laughs> yeah. That learning. I mean, that's been you know more than music. My you know I, in my life, it's been. Uh, the excitement of learning something and, and, and the whole thing where you make believe that you're really killing it too. It's yeah. the most wonderful feeling. It is. When you really, I really got this shit sorted, <laughs> man. Check me out. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, uh, well that that uh that's great. Now I think of you totally different. No, I don't. I think of you the same. It's all ma- it's all match. It's all adding up now. Um well, one thing we I want to talk about is this new Earth 2 release, special lower frequency version. There's a bunch of people doing remixes and reinterpretations of Earth 2. It's a re-release, a reissue. It's a re-release. It's a reissue. It's been remixed. The the, the regular yeah. Earth 2 proper has been remixed. Right. Yeah. And you um have a, a remix or is it a a reinterpretation? How would you describe It's a version. It's a version. Okay. Yeah. How did this come about? Uh, Dylan just asked me to do it he one did. day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I called him on the phone. We were just talking, and he said, "I got, I got a few people <laughs> that I'm asking to do uh, different versions of it, and I want you to do one." Cool. I was like, "Whoa, wow, all right, <laughs> cool." And uh, it was, it sounded great, like a great idea. But then when he, I started getting into that that piece. Uh, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> it is. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. That's like a, a serial killer wrote that shit. <laughs> it's a question with no answer, but then it's, you know, it's a question after a question. It, it will drive you insane trying to figure those riffs out. Cause it's like, I don't know. It's like, does this repeat or doesn't, I, I don't think it oh, repeats interesting. anything. It's, but then it does. And then as you're learning it, it's 20 minutes. So you're like, how fucking long? How many more goddamn riffs do I got to figure out? This is killing, <laughs> like driving me insane. It was, um, it was cooked. It was cooked. Yeah. When you like, I listened to it. I listened to it for years and you don't think about it, but then you start pulling that shit apart. It's like, why this makes no sense. I mean, it makes sense, but it's, it's maybe more sinister in the, in, in the fact that, uh, it's like Slayer riffs. Like you just took our random Slayer riffs and slowed them down. Right. And just kind of chop like like cut up like when you know people would do cut up poetry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was like uh cut up slayer riffs. Yeah. Well, um <laughs> I want to play it right now in entirety. Um, well, mine is way different. How would you say yours is different? Oh. The thing me and Dylan have in common that we like we like about playing together is specifically uh hard rock. Yeah riffs blues based riffs mm-hmm. un- unadulterated ripping guitar riffs and so i'm also somewhat metal literate but it's a sure. very specific thing and you gotta you have to make a deal with uh one devil or the other devil sure i believe yeah no, and that i makes made sense. i made the deal with the blues to the blues devil to get blues notes beautifully put yeah so so this is the, the the deal with the blues devil version. Okay. Well, I want uh, yeah. let's play it. I want to play it. Everyone, strap okay. in. It's only a few <laughs> minutes. Only Here 20, we go. Twenty minutes. Teeth of the lions rule the divine.
Wow. I took my shirt off and put it back on for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. great. That's great. Uh, I, really, I mean, I'm not just saying that's great. That sounds like bullshit. I love listening to that. I really do. Oh, really? Okay. Good. I really do. Good. It's very enjoyable to me. I think the only caveat is that, you know, it's a long piece, so you can't fuck around. I don't think it's best to... You can put it on and not fully pay attention to it, but I think the best experience is paying attention to it as much as you can, you know, and enveloping yourself, if you will. Um, yeah. How did you track this piece of music? Well, I I, I kind of only work on uh, tape machines mm -hmm. nowadays for purely superstitious uh, reasons of paranoia and <laughs> religious beliefs. Um <laughs> I started out with a, a, an oscillator box. You know, you get a, a you know, get like the, the noise kids got all these great things that yeah. you can get. I just got an oscillator. I've been, I've been playing with it for a couple of years and I fucking love it. Uh, a box with three oscillators and one of them, which you can control um, three oscillators in one box. Sure. So I got as a, a nice a sound as I could of that and laid that down for 20 minutes and then recorded the oscillator box onto a shitty tape deck that was warbly and fucked up. And then I took that back to the studio and, and worked the speed button on the real tape deck and played this one onto it and tried to keep it in tune. So there's like a warbly lo-fi version on there. You know, I just was doing drones and just fully yeah. uh, making myself feel good. You know, <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, you know, I like, uh, I like drone music and uh and there's like a hammond organ track and and uh feedback track um there's probably a re a reamping track on there yeah and then and then i started then lastly i started doing the riff and, okay uh, but by myself and it's 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 fucking dumb it's dumb to record yourself it's, it's uh, <laughs> why do you say that fucking, well unless you're fucking prince yeah. Or whoever else these fucking people that can do this shit, Tom Schultz. <laughs> uh, your brain, your 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 recording techno brain, trying to get good sounds and I got you. Yeah, frequencies and thinking about all this fucking shit is not gonna work with your brain that's just trying to dig up some kind of fucking magic performance. Yeah, I got you. They don't fucking work together, and it's 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 torturous to try to go back and forth. Maybe it's good for you to go back and I'm, forth. I don't know. Yeah, no. I, <clears throat> I'm going to do two things contradictory after you yeah. said that. I'm going to not okay. believe that, but I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> well, I mean, some people sometimes can. I, I got to do it. Yeah, some people can do it. You yeah. have to do it sometimes. But yeah, yeah. I'm just but, like recognizing, oh, yeah, that's half the half the problem why shit I record is not finished. It takes forever to do it, to do it right and make it work. It takes for fucking yeah. ever. Yeah. Cause you start getting in and into, you start getting into it and fucking whomp, 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 you know, be bop and uh, <laughs> you're clipping your whole fucking that whole clipping. thing that you fucking you're, did was clipping. It's fucking not usable. <laughs> clipping or it stopped Fuck. recording. 
Yep. Dumbass. <laughs> nice job. Fuck face. Good take. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Just that kind of shit. That kind <laughs> yeah, of shit. Anyway, know, so whatever. That That's how I recorded this. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, truthfully, the budget was not very much. Yeah. Gotcha. Truthfully. Now my dogs are fighting. Oh. Savage. A gnashing of teeth. Ooh. Blood? Okay. No. No, they just, they're pit bulls. They just scream and how oh it's because of the food i have to move some food okay move the food so they don't fight each right. other all right cool cool as i said i love the recording but how do you feel about the uh overall new version well i'm just made? glad i'm glad you made it through the whole thing <laughs> no i yeah i mean i really i mean i don't well know. i mean there's a thing too like your friends when your friends make music it's all you're almost less likely to listen to it which is horrible yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. I don't know why that happens, but it, it happens. I, I know. But I I really like it, and I I just I made it in the dead of winter when I was working in this cold, wet ass garage. You know, like I was saying, just just scrambling, hustling, trying to get by, working by myself. Um, things get kind of dark and weird sometimes when you're working by yourself in a yeah in a garage, and it's all dark. You know, it gets dark <laughs> yeah. at four o'clock. Whatever. Yeah. Uh. And it just kind of went down the way it went down. I wasn't able to overthink it or think about it at all, really, because yeah. I had to just struggle and scramble just to get the fucking thing done. Yeah. So I think that's cool. I mean, it would have been fun to put some kind of ear candy on it, maybe. Maybe that would have ruined it. I don't know. But uh, it, it gets the feeling. Yeah, it sure <laughs> it does. <laughs> it gets the feeling. I would stand the whole time I was <clears throat> thinking about Alaska for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, it's the only state I haven't been to. I'm kind of scared to go there. If you're a, a a person who likes to do your own thing, that's that's where you go. Uh, some some one some guy explained it to me once. Like you know, Alaska is a very live and let live kind of place. <laughs> like sort of understated. Like if you fuck with me, I'll kill you. Right. <laughs> if you if you fucking tell me what to do, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> Live and let live, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's there's this area where the 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 alpine forest comes down massive hills straight into the fucking water, mm -hmm. and that's 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 your cool. image. Norway, Alaska. I, I don't know if that sounds pretentious or not, but I just kept that's kind of. I don't think so. Just like in my shitty little situation, I was like, God damn, if it's going to be cold and fucking miserable, I wish I could at least be somewhere like that. Yeah, gotcha. Instead of in this, in this fucking town where you can barely make enough money to pay for fucking anything. Mm. Can I swear? Is that okay? Sorry. No, no swearing. But that's okay. I can cut it. Um, Bleep. Does that make sense? I, you know, yeah, it makes so perfect sense. No, yeah. It's the, blue, uh, it's the blues, man. That's what I'm saying. You've illustrated the blues. <laughs> um and and the, the other thing and i've uh again i've done i've done a the i've played some i guess you and maybe justin from unwound are the two people i've droned with most oh yeah you know uh -huh. either recording or or live um i kind of know what my state of mind is usually when i'm doing it you you've Played with Earth Forever, clearly a drony band. Where are you when you're droning on something for 20 minutes live? Where, where's Brett? 
Where's your head? That's the thing. It's hard to explain. To me, to me, it 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 makes way more sense to just keep it simple like that and just keep hammering in the same thing. Because as soon as you forget what's happening, yeah. As soon as you forget that it's maybe ridiculous to to most people, like this is maybe this is dumb, or or maybe the, it's pretentious or whatever the fuck. When you get to the point where you forget about that shit, you're you. It's just, I guess, it's a process of turning your fucking stupid brain off yeah and then all kinds of things happen you know if you listen to a drone long enough you'll start hearing melodies you'll start hearing all kinds of other things that aren't there i at my mind is a, a fucking uh, horrible uh chaotic place <laughs> <laughs> um and to me i i i it feels ultimately comfortable to me, and it's not always comfortable. I mean, it's like intense and kind of scary and, and sort of maybe depressing, but also all all things. Yeah. Um, to me, it's like a process of being able to think one thought at a time is hard for me. So, so yeah. musically, when I don't make any decisions, it, it feels so much better. Yeah. And the thing about playing with Earth for me was that I should have done this more years ago i mean caustic yeah. resin was similar but you know like a lot of people probably feel obligated to write a song <laughs> or sing something or sure, whatever yeah. the yeah, fuck yeah. and i was in the bandmates that were in that band they were pretty into pop music yeah you know in in terms of uh rock and roll rock and roll songs rock and roll hooky stuff yeah rip yeah yeah rock and roll yeah and you know whatever it, it yeah. was it feels good it feels good to just finally come out of the closet and be like this is what i really want to do is play yeah. way fucking slower to where yeah. it's not even an issue you go slow enough it's not even an issue how fucking fast it is anymore yeah and that's that's kind of my my version of it too and again it's it's my experience with that i one of my most memorable shows ever in my life was with you and Mike when I was oh, wow. playing Mike with Cox Resin and, and it, yeah, Mike Johnson at Kyber Pass. It was one show. <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah. we, I, we just played our last song. I don't know what happened. We just extended it for 25 Keep minutes. On going. <laughs> and it was just like the same thing over and over again. And it sounded so good on the stage. And yeah, I just never, that was a great club, man. Cause it was all plywood so everywhere. Yeah. You know, and and the over the PA was punchy, loud, and all the best possible way. Fuck yeah, yeah. That's where we met the the burning brides. Yeah, that that's was right. fun times. And that's yeah, before was. Philadelphia. That neighborhood got pretty gentrified. It was kind yeah. of slightly before that. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, yeah, yeah. and in my version of of that, I guess it is kind of like never really thought about it, but part of a drone aside from all the cliche stuff, which I believe in uh, the meditative yeah. parts of it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the singular thinking is a real fucking relief. Hard to explain. Well, yeah, it just, that's why, that's what I was saying kind of is that after you forget what's happening and how maybe it's absurd or something. Yeah. Everything opens up and it's an ultimately rich and complex, ulti like, yeah, completely complex. That's it. As much as complex as looking at the fucking sky. You yeah. Know, or, yeah. And it, it feels so good. And just especially in these times 
you know, I've complained, I've, you know, gone on a million times about, uh, digital recording is fucking horrible, you know, it's fucked everything up because you can, cause now like you can, it's like, there's no fucking shortage of some fuckers doing a proper song. Uh, everything sounds perfect. They used every recording trick in the book from the beach boys sounds to this and that. And it's all yeah. fucking there. Congratulations. Wonderful. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, but it's like, so there's plenty of fucking that. So yeah. like, I feel like, uh, I need, I'd like a break, uh, from, yeah. from it's, I don't know if this is true, but I thought I heard somebody say that Lamont young, the, the founder of drone, he drone music, he called it minimal composition. Mm. Um, said that the more changes you have in a piece of music, the more it becomes noise. That's it. You know, and I, I that's, yeah. I feel that way. And like, you know, I played that's in weird. Biltsville for, well, 10 years straight of playing in Biltsville, which is a lot of parts, a lot of yeah. songs, you know, well-crafted. That's the whole thing about that band is that it's, they're really great, uh, unique songs with yeah. great melodies and great parts and all that stuff and it's it's great but it's just not quite my thing yeah <laughs> it's like right. a lot of years a lot of years of doing a lot of parts and, and like just yeah. hammering it and i think that was enough for me right yeah <laughs> so, so playing so playing this kind of music is the only thing i would it's the only band i would want to play with right now right yeah. and uh is that all you're doing right now are you just playing with earth are you doing any yeah i got stuff? another more more drone kind of project with this guy jake height from here called scram signal mm -hmm. that's great. which is even less ac uh accessible <laughs> it's called you know scram signal it's on a, you know uh, as long as band camps around looks like that might not be too long but it's 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 all there and uh, it's good it's fun we do so we do shows and it's the same thing it's just it's three hours usually mm. of what's the <laughs> instrumentation of that one uh several oscillator boxes yeah. one two three three oscillator boxes with various effects and then you know and then halfway through we pick up i pick up the guitar he starts playing drums and uh, i got some taurus synth pedals mm -hmm. cool and then start doing some modest uh chords and riffs and stuff yeah all the same key but like just start kind of doing some riffs and just hammering the same note and trying to get get somewhere have i seen you play with with a horn player i'm sure you have but no which kind of horn any kind of horn a brass from the brass department no built the spill did something with the trombone mm. when we were doing the george harrison song i'm gonna get you matched up with uh, america's hottest sax player and you're gonna do a drone <laughs> project okay <laughs> That's what okay. I'm getting that kid. Well, saxophone's cool because it's all the phrasing is all the same as uh, electric guitar. Yeah. So Crazy. there you go. That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you've got a couple Earth concerts coming up this year, right? Yeah. The Seattle show opening for Sun on the 22nd. And then a Los Angeles show on December 1st uh, in Glendale. That should be cool. It's at like an art theater kind of place great those two shows are specifically earth two performances cool rad yeah 
Yeah, we did a we did a performance of Earth Two in at the Oblivion Access Festival in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. and it went really well. It was really cool. It was super fun. So we're gonna do it again at these two shows. Cool. Yeah. Are you able to do schedule just one more show around my schedule? Because both of those shows. <laughs> Yeah, like oh, totally. how about the 28th yeah. or something? Okay. No Why don't problem. you practice in Seattle at my house? That would be fun. That's a good idea. There we go. We are practicing in the old uh, uh, Sun City Girls place. They used to have a place in Seattle, a little theater. I didn't know. Did I know that? Or I forgot that. Yeah, I didn't. My, I didn't know they lived here. There. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. That gives me pause. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let you go, and um, man. We should talk on the phone more often. It's fun yeah. talking. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully see you when you're in Seattle. Or yeah. maybe I'll sh- show up surprise LA for some reason. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. Okay. But anyways, great to see you. Congrats on yeah, this too. tune. It's 20 minutes of <laughs> okay. gorgeousness. Good. Good. I'll talk to you later. Take it easy, man. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.